Welcome back to the Surfacing Leaders Podcast, where you can come along with nuclear submarine officer, sought-after turnaround CEO and founder of Lead with Purpose, Mark Kohler, as he tells the stories of leaders in unlikely places and the human spirit that drives us all to show us that anyone can learn to be a leader. And now, here's Mark Kohler. I'm very excited to welcome Jarvis Leverson to the podcast. Jarvis spent 15 years as a sales producer, first in technology and then in real estate. Shortly after getting married and becoming a father, he realized that there just wasn't enough time in the day to be effective at work and also be effective at home. He engineered the morning hero. The morning hero is a productivity formula that allowed him to get all of his work done by lunchtime, hashtag done by lunch, so that he could flip into dad mode hashtag dad mode, and spend the rest of his day with his family. This earned him the highly coveted husband and father of the award from his wife. Now Jarvis spends his days helping entrepreneurs maximize their time so they can have it all too. Over the past five years, he's taught this winning formula to over 2,400 sales agents, entrepreneurs, and business owners. Jarvis, welcome to Surfacing Leaders. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, Mark. Uh, a couple of years ago, you came and were the guest on my stage, and uh, I'm honored to be here on yours. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for making the time. Let's start off by just going through your background and giving people an understanding of where you came from and, and bring, us, bring us up to today. Yeah. So, I'm uh, born and raised in Chicago. Shout out to Cub fans out there. But born and raised in Chicago and went to the University of Illinois for computer engineering. I thought I wanted to be a computer programmer and I graduated from school and went into engineering and quickly found out that I didn't want to be sitting behind a computer screen for 12 hours a day. <laughs> um, so uh, I went into business and went into the sales side. So I worked for 15 years in sales and uh, I got to a place in my life where, you know, I started to get comfortable and kind of just take my foot off the gas. I had a girlfriend. We were living together. And, you know, I was making decent money. And then that's where I kind of just got stuck. You know, year after year, I was finally, I saw no major progress in my life. I was kind of getting overweight. My income wasn't changing much, you know, and I was just kind of stuck in this lull, kind of like this, this coasting is kind of the best Mm. way I can describe it. Mm. And so I wasn't really happy, you know, on the surface, it looked like my life was okay. You know, I was putting on a smile for people, but, you know, deep down, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I knew that this, you know, I, I should have been further ahead than where I was. And so for me, that started to, to surface some pretty bad habits, like coming home and having a drink every night and, you know, binging. You know, I kind of turned into this serial binger, binging on Netflix, binging on bad food, binging on alcohol. Like that was just kind of, that was where I found my fulfillment was at the end of the night of a long day. You know, just come home and ah, finally got some me time. And is is that the sort of thing like, hey, I deserve this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, one hundred percent. Like I deserve, oh, I, I, you know, I've battled the day, and I deserve this. This is my way of rewarding myself for making it and surviving through the day. And that's where I was. I was just kind of in survival mode, and and I would reward myself every night, and then that started to kind of spiral out of control. You know, went from several nights a week to every night of the week, 
it went from one or two drinks to five or six drinks to now I'm out all night at the bars. And then so slowly but surely, my life started to spiral out of control until one day I got fired from my job and fired from my relationship all in the same week. And I found myself roaming around. You know, I got kicked out of the house and I was roaming around sleeping on friends' couches until eventually I had to move back to Chicago to move in with my mom. And so that's, you know, kind of where my story really begins is on my mother's couch at 35 years old. And that, and I'm sure you can, hmm. you can, you know, attest that as a man to have to move back in with your parents at 35 years old. That's a huge, that's a huge blow to the gut. And so, you know, my, I was kind of at my rock bottom and I had to, I was forced to figure out my life again. And so that's where I got into personal development and I started reading books. I started reading and studying some of the ha- some of the world's highest achievers, and I wanted to know what was it that allowed them to achieve, to amass this great success in their life. You know, people like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk and Warren Buffett, even sports icons like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And I wanted to know what hmm. were the things that set them apart. How are they able to go off and achieve greatness while most people kind of linger in this gray area of life, never really producing to their full capabilities? And so I'm studying and I'm reading and and I'm I'm, I'm kind of decoding their formulas for success. Right. And they all had their different things that they did. You know, Kobe would get up, you know, and he, you know, Four in the morning, he would go into the gym and he would spend two hours shooting free throws before, you know, practice would start. You know, Tony Robbins would, you know, he'd wake up and go down to the beach and spend an hour by himself, you know, meditating and chanting before going to have his breakfast with his with his family. And, you know, Warren Buffett woke up and spent an hour reading corporate financial reports hmm. before uh, going to McDonald's and getting his cup of coffee and his sausage with muffin. And so they all had these different things and habits and rituals that they did, but there was one common thread that all of them had. They all woke up early and spent at least the first hour by themselves, undistracted a long time to work on their goals. And for myself, that was a stark contrast to how I operated. I would just get up and kind of go. I just this natural inclination to just get up and go and start doing stuff. You know, first of all, I wasn't waking up early. I was waking up somewhere at seven in the morning, but I would just kind of wake up into chaos every day. You know, by the time I get up, my phone's already buzzing. I've got text messages, emails, social media is going off the rails. The news is breaking. And I would just wake up from the time my eyes opened and I would just get swept away into this chaos. And the, Hmm. the whole day would be that way. You know, then reflecting back, looking at it, it was like, well, that's kind of where I got, I found myself sucked into these destructive habits and, and leaning on vices is because my entire day is chaos. So at the end of the day, I felt like I needed some way, some refuge from the chaos. And I saw, and I found that solace in alcohol and binging in food and binging on t- TV and these mindless things just because I, I, I needed some way to cope and to numb myself from the chaos that was my life. And as I'm reading these high achievers, they didn't operate that way. They had a very methodical way of how they approached the day. They had a very calculated and measured way of how they brought intention into their day. And it started with their morning routine. And it sounds so simple and mundane, but truly that was the difference. The main common thread across all of them is that they had a very structured, organized, and early morning routine. 
that kept them focused and productive and allowed them to achieve more success than most other people ever will. And that moment, I kind of had that realization. I was like, okay, Jarvis, what, what, what would it look like if you did that? What would it look like if I woke up at 5 a.m. and, you know, started the day in front of a journal and planned and organized and brainstormed my goals and put my action plans together? And, you know, what would that look like? And uh, at first, I, you know, it, it, I thought I was crazy because, you know, I was not a morning person at all. I, you know, if anything, I was the I was a night owl. I, I took pride in being a night owl. Like I hated morning people. Right. You know, people walk around all chipper and happy first thing in the morning. I hated them. But the thought of that, and so I was like, there's no way I could ever be that morning, be a morning person. Like the night is where, you know, my greatest, like uh, that's my circadian rhythm. That's where I, I, I'm more productive. I have all my creative juices flow. Like, I am a night person. That's just how I was born. I need my evenings. But when I really looked at what I was doing at night, there was nothing productive or healthy about what I was doing in the evening. And so I said, well, we'll draw like, does it make sense to trade your useless evenings for productive mornings? And that one decision is kind of what changed everything for me. That's profound. That's really profound. Like, like, wow. Yeah. That little shift. Wow. It really was it. You know, and I think we all tell the, you know, at least for me as a, as a self-proclaimed night owl, you know, I would lie to myself. Like this is who I, my, my evenings, that's where my greatness is. Like I need my evenings from 10 to two, you know, that's, that's my time. That's me time. That one little shift of moving my me time. So that's why I, I use that as my me time. That one little shift of moving my me time from the evenings where I was doing nothing but binging, binging alcohol, Netflix, and food, where I moved my me time from the evenings to the morning. What I noticed was I traded the, t- the type of things I did in the morning were more healthier habits, like meditating, like journaling, like brainstorming goals, like planning my day, like putting together business plans and ideas and execution, executing things on my list. Like just that one little shift of where I, where I did my me time from the evening to the morning, absolutely have profound impact on my life. And from that moment, I got off my mom's couch. I started building my real estate business. I moved back to San Diego. You know, I got I got out of her house and moved back to San Diego, started building my real estate business, became one of the fastest growing commercial agents in San Diego. I built a nonprofit. And then everyone started saying, Jarvis, look, what are you doing? Like You're coming in here. You're Before most people even come into the office, you've, you've been here for two hours. You've already sent out all your emails. You've been following up with your prospects. You've lined up all your appointments for the day. Matter of fact, you set a few new appointments for the day. Uh, like you're before most people are coming to the office, you essentially almost finished your work day. Like what the hell are you doing? And like, can you, can you teach it to us? Yes. And so that's where I started sharing with people the power of the morning. And so, you know, guys, it's really simple. Like when you get up and set some more intention to your morning, when you win the morning, you will win the day. Like every morning you become, you get your superpowers. It's like you turn into a hero. Every morning you turn into a hero. And then that's where the morning hero was born. And so I started sharing with people like how to become morning heroes. And that is my life's passion and purpose to turn everyone into a morning hero. I truly think everyone has a hero in them. They may be laying dormant. They may be hibernating, but everyone needs this from a self-proclaimed night owl, everyone has this hero in them and it's my job and duty to introduce it to them. 
Oh, that is just a great story. And you know, it's in the it's in the depths of our despair that we then, you know, finally analyze ourselves and and look at ourselves in the mirror and be able to reflect and then from that, you know, rise out of that. I, I just love the 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 shifting of the the me time. Why do you think so many people because I've done this too, why do you think so many people are caught in that routine? The, the, at night, you know, at night, hey, this is my time and I, I deserve this. Why are so many people caught in that? Because uh, you wake up into chaos and your entire day is chaos. By the time you get to the evening, you're like, it's, it's a reward mechanism. You know, you're mentally exhausted. You're physically exhausted. You're emotionally exhausted. You're spiritually drained. You've been dealing with people all day. You've been pouring into people. You've been fighting fires. At the end of the day, you've, had, you've done nothing for you. And so now, finally, it's 10 o'clock at night. And finally, you get to do something for you. And so what's available for you to do at 10 o'clock at night? Nothing healthy. <laughs> right? right? There are no healthy habits you're doing at 10 o'clock at night. So if, you're, if the only time you pour back into yourself is at night, you're going to pour back into yourself with unhealthy habits and behaviors. Now, however, if you start the day pouring into yourself, that's the difference, right? You start the day with me. I start the day prayer and meditation. I start the day journaling and game planning. I start the day thinking about how I'm going to grow my business and then doing some exercise and, and doing some meditation. My, my morning habits are much healthier than my evening habits. And so the different the thing you have to shift the shift you have to make is start the day with you don't end the day with you. Love that that's a that's a great great phrase. I was going to ask you so I'll just do it right now because we were I went to a like a Dan Pink great event and they were talking about the different times that you're productive during the day and they did bring up the morning people and then they brought up the night owls and they just said hey the night owls are the night owls. What is your pers- you you said you were a night owl. What is your yeah. perspective on that? Is that is that real? No, you are who you say you are. And so you are a night owl because you tell yourself you are a night owl. The moment you tell yourself something different, you will manifest a different reality. And so if you want to be a morning person, the moment you decide, everything starts with the decision. The moment you decide that for yourself, your body, everything will obey. Like it's it's amazing it's amazing how obedient the body is to what you tell it. Now, the day I said I wanted to wake up at 5 a.m. Now, prior to that day, I was waking up at, I, I was, you know, on my mom's couch without a job, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure things out. I had no reason to wake up early. So I was waking up around eight, <laughs> somewhere between seven and nine a.m. every day. And then in within one day, I said, you know what? Tomorrow I'm waking up at 5 a.m. The moment I decided that, it was locked in. And the next day, I woke up at 4.57 a.m. I jumped out of bed, excited, hungry, and energetic for the day. Three minutes before my alarm clock ever went off. Now, what was the difference? The only difference was I made the decision that that's what I wanted for myself in my life. The moment I made the decision, my body obeyed. The body obeys what you tell it. The problem is most people tell it the wrong thing. So uh, my, 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 I, ch- I give everyone this challenge. You don't think you can wake up in the morning. Tell yourself this affirmation at night. Say, I can't wait 
to wake up at blank, whatever time you want to wake up. You know, I wake up at 4 a.m. now. You know, I would have never thought I could start waking up at 4 a.m. I do it now without an alarm clock. I've been, I'm, I haven't used an alarm clock in five years. I wake up somewhere between 3.30 and 4 in the morning every single night. So I can't wait to wake up at 4 a.m. so that I can blank. And then you insert what the thing is you're excited to wake up to do. In my case, I wake up and I sit and I, I make my, my espresso. I'm an espresso kind of guy. So I sit with my espresso. I open up my journal. And that's where I brainstorm my game plan and, and put together kind of my attack plan for my goals and my, my life. I look forward to doing that every morning. And so as I can't wait to wake up at 4 a.m. so that I can meditate and journal. Now, the moment you do that, you lock it into your subconscious and your sub you essentially set your mm-hmm. internal alarm clock. So I challenge everyone to say that little phrase to themselves at night. I can't wait to wake up at 5 a.m. Or I can't wait to wake up at 4 a.m. so I can go to the gym. I can't wait to wake up at 5 a.m. so that I can start writing my book. Like, give yourself something to wake up for. Say what time you're going to wake up and what are you going to do when you wake up? If you say that, I guarantee you'll wake up three minutes before the time you said. Oh, I love that. And I'll tell that to any night owl. Love that. Love that. Okay, I, when when they were talking about it at the conference, I was like, Look, I, I think, you know, maybe some people are more, you know, to that end or and that. But I was just like, hey, I have the same feeling you do. You know, hey, if, if you set the intention, you know, but I love the way you said it. Hey, your, your body's going to follow your mind. Really, really love that. Tell us about the Morning Hero Program. What are the components of it? What is its main focus? Talk to us about the program that you've established. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, the when I started going on my morning routine journey, the hardest part I recognized was not knowing what to do. It was doing it every day. <laughs> and I think with anyone, everyone knows what they should do. They just don't do it every day. You know, you know, it's not right. nothing. There's no new information on this earth. Everyone knows all the basics. You want to lose weight? You got to go to the gym more. You got to stop eating cheeseburgers and pizzas. All right, you know that. Uh, you want to grow your business more? You know you probably need to do more lead generation, right? You want to dial in your finances? You got to, you know, make more, save more, invest more, and spend less. Like, the formulas are simple, and everyone always knows them. The problem isn't knowing. The problem is in the doing. And not just the doing, the doing consistently. And so my problem when I first started this was I knew waking up early would benefit my life. I knew I'd be more productive. I knew I'd be more clear if I sat down and journaled and meditated in the mornings. I knew I'd be healthier if I exercised. I knew those things. I just didn't do them all the time. And so the shift for me, I read a book called Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy. And Benjamin breaks down this misconception of willpower and motivation. And everyone thinks that they can will themselves to do things. Like all I need is more discipline all I need is more motivation. They're all they're reading and watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts, trying to find all the answers to the motivation. There is no such thing as willpower motivation for success because motivation is fleeting. Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't, and it's not reliable. The only way to consistently get yourself to show up and execute is by accountability. And so when I... When I saw that I wasn't consistent, 
with my morning routine. I had another friend. He was like, you know, I'm trying to get up at 5 a.m. too. And I said, well, you know what? What if we did it together? What if we hopped on a quick call and we were accountability buddies for each other, you know? And I know I'll show up if I have something I have to show up for. If I have to report to something, you know, if you have a meeting, you're not going to miss it. And so essentially we created like a morning appointment where we'd have to show up because we knew that would get us out of bed and get our day started. And so we started that and we entered, we brought a couple of other people into the fold. This was back when I was a uh, commercial real estate agent and it was five of us and we all got on a call together at five in the morning and we just did some quick goal setting where we first took score on, did we do accomplish everything we wanted to, we said we were going to accomplish yesterday. And then we did some goal setting and then declared what are the most important things we're going to get done that day. So it was a really quick call, but everybody was on it. And it, it, more importantly, it just guaranteed we were up getting the day started. And that year, out of the five, three of them, three, three of those agents ended up on the, the wall of fame in our office. And they directly attributed the success, the success of their business because of being on that morning call. And then they, that day they were like, Jarvis, you should be charging for this. Like you got something here because if it wasn't for this call, I would not be getting up this early. I would not be, I would not be as productive as I am. I wouldn't be starting my day the way we started with this intentional goal setting practice that we do. It's like, this is, you're onto something here. Hmm. And so then that eventually, that eventually turned into what the morning hero program is now. So it's a morning accountability call. Essentially it is your morning routine for people that need a little more structure to their morning this becomes their morning routine. They hop on a call and they're with other like-minded people on, a, on this group call together. And you go through an intention setting process of setting your intentions for success in the three core areas of life, health, wealth, and relationships. And so for each area, each core area, you kind of have to de- identify what the, what the most important thing you're going to do in that area of your life for that day. So for your business, you have to thoughtfully think through what's the most important thing you're going to get done. In your health and fitness, you have to plan out when are you going to do your exercise and, and how you're going to get it done. And then in your relationships, you have to be intentional about how you're going to bring joy and create wild moments for other people in your life. And we do this every morning, right? And so not only do it, does it make us more effective, it makes us more well-rounded and balanced out because uh, every morning we're more intentional about all these areas of our life. And so that's what the program is. You get, you get on a call, you set some intention with a group of people. And then you commit to doing these items. And then every day you get the mastermind with people around, you know, overcoming obstacles and roadblocks. So it turns into like a morning mastermind that you do with, with, with other like-minded people every morning to get the day started. How, how, how long is it? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And then yeah, how many people, call. how many people in the call? So we break the calls up. No, each call only has five people in it. We have multiple calls at multiple time slots right. and we keep the group small that way there's some intimacy and there's more there's deeper accountability when you have a tighter connection with a group so uh five is the max that we allow into a group and then we start another group once that group is maxed out so we've got multiple calls and they all cover multiple time slots yeah i mean when when you know someone's you know counting on you and you're not going to show up on a on a call I mean, you're a lot less likely to maybe hit a snooze button. You're a lot more likely to get up. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I lo- yeah we, you know, it's just human, it's human psychology. We show up for others more than we will show up for ourselves. Yeah. 
Oh, that's that's a that's a great. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's true. Yeah, one of the things that we you know recommend in in businesses is people run a daily meeting. It's fifteen minutes long, and it's that same mm-hmm. thing. And motivation, like you said, it goes it goes up and down, but your su- level of success falls to the level of process and and structure that you have in place. And so, if I always know I got to show up for that daily meeting. And I show up and I see Jarvis and I'm not having that good of a day. And I see Jarvis's face and he's smiling and everything. I can't help but mirror neuron and go, but I got to raise my game, you know? And you can look at me and say, maybe afterwards, hey, what's going on? You know what I mean? And and, and yeah. be, be that help for each other. And there's so much, you know, we talk about having like tribes and and there's so much power in, in having that. Absolutely. That's kind of the, the greatest part of this is that you get to feed off of other people's energy every day. So, you know, it's not just you by yourself, which uh, uh, this, this type of format appeals a lot for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and people that have businesses that, that all, where they kind of run the show themselves and they, they can kind of be isolated. Well, now you have a team, you've got a team of a support team that every morning you get to connect with. So you're not just on this isolated journey. Yeah. With the dynamically changing and disruptive world that we live in today, how important is a morning routine for leaders from your perspective? I think it's everything. I think your morning routine is everything. And, you know, it sounds mundane. You know, it's not this great business strategy and, you know, this this four, you know, five-point marketing plan. And it, it truly is the core and foundation of how you move and operate, you know, and if you aren't mentally clear, if you aren't making sound decisions, if you have cloudy judgment, if you are unhealthy, like that, all that goes into how people see you and how people follow you, you know, and if, if you yourself aren't, don't look and embody the characteristics of a leader, no matter how smart you are, you're not going to get people to follow you. And so if your core foundations are off, then you can't effectively get like get people bought in to what you need to get them to be bought into. You have to look and embody and exude the presence of a leader. And if you don't do that, if you come in to work late, if you look sloppy, if you if you bouncing around unfrazzled and unfocused and unclear, no one's going to follow you. So, man, what does your morning routine mean? It's everything. Yeah, that is, that's just great. I mean, we have a, it's a very famous saying. It's not my saying, but, you know, when everything's important, nothing's important. And so if you're getting up in the morning and you're being jerked around by the urgent of the day, you know, I wish we had unlimited time. I wish we could store time. We can't. And, and it's, it's just saying no, you know, that's what Warren Buffett says. Hey, he says no way more often during the day. Now, he probably gets a lot more requests than I do, Jarvis, right? Yeah. And probably you do. But he says saying no more often during the day, when you say no to the things that don't matter, you're saying yes to the things that do matter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so great. So, I have a morning routine and it includes different components. But, you know, say for example, like my meditation is I pray in the morning. So maybe there's someone who doesn't, you know, prayer isn't their thing. Are there, are there like, like a meal, 
you know, is there a, you know, is an appetizer that, and then you choose the appetizer, is there a main meal yeah. and then as a dessert, are there three things, four things that people can choose from a category? How do you structure it? So there are three, and this is the, the method that I prescribe. There are three core things that every morning routine needs. And there are additional pieces that you, people add them in on, you know, as a personal preference, but there are three core elements and I call it the win frame, the winning formula. The winning, winning formula is three things. The W, the I, the N spells the word win. The first core element of every morning routine is the W, which is to wake up early. You have to give yourself time. If you're waking up at the same time that everything else is going, the same time that the whirlwind is starting, what I call the whirlwind, the whirlwind is everything that demands your attention. From the time you wake up, your emails are flying in, text messages are, are coming in, social media is off the rails. The kids need you. The car is broken down. The clients are calling. Like the that's the whirlwind. The whirlwind is life. And unfortunately, most people wake up right into their whirlwind. They wake up right into their phone, right into dealing with family, right into going to walk the dog and dealing with the kids. Like they wake up right into the whirlwind, and all day long they're just reactive. They're reactive to the winds of the whirlwind, and they never have proactively taken charge of the day. And so I say, if you want to defeat the whirlwind, you have to wake up before the whirlwind. My recommendation is you have to be up at least an hour before your first obligation. My kids wake up at five, somewhere around five and five thirty. They are morning heroes too. <laughs> so my kids wake up at five thirty. I have to wake up at four, plain and simple. If I'm waking up at five thirty with my kids, I, my whole day is a whirlwind. And I'm sure you can, you can attest to that as a father yourself. You have to give yourself room, buffer, buffer time in your morning, at least an hour of undistracted alone time for you to do whatever your morning practice is. So that's the first thing. The W is wake up early. And that's, that's a non-negotiable. The I, set your intention. Intention setting is the core element of how you have a productive day. It's, it's the difference between just letting the day happen and you demanding what happens. So the way I set my intentions is I have a journal. I have a, a morning hero journal. Um, and in there, it breaks down the three core areas of life, health, wealth, and relationships. Now, there are other areas of life like spirit, their spiritual life, and other components. But the three core areas that kind of demand success and happiness in life are health, wealth, and relationships. So in each of those areas, ask yourself two simple questions. What do I want? And then what do I have to do today to get it? What do I want? It's clearly, it's simply, what is my goal? And my health, and my health, what is my goal? You know, am I trying to lose weight? I'm trying to get down. Right now, my goal is to get down to 185 pounds. You know, I write it every day. I write my goal. I'm trying to look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, get ripped and jacked like <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I write it every day. That's I what that. I want. I can't manifest it if I'm not clear on what I want. So I write what I want. I write the goal. And then, all right, if that's the goal, what do I have to do today to get it? And I kind of clearly just, at that point, I kind of come up with a to-do list. And so I had to go through each area of my life, writing the goal and then writing what I got to get done today to get it. And then the last step of setting intentions is I go to my calendar and I block out the time for me to do each of those actions. And I think that's probably the greatest hack, productivity hack that I've ever learned is to schedule my actions on my calendar, not just leave it on a to-do list. The moment you, you put something on your calendar, you lock it in, in you, you, you commit to it. Like your calendar has your commitments. Anything on your calendar 
appointments, doctor's appointments, got, you know, uh, Zoom calls, client appointments, client meetings, everything on your calendar you've committed to and you don't miss it. You won't miss a client appointment. You won't miss a Zoom, a Zoom call with the team. But then we've got this separate list of all of our to-dos that ah, at some point today it'd be good if we, it'd be nice to get all this stuff done. But we haven't really committed to it like we've committed to our appointments. Why not put your, your important thing to-dos and commit to it on your calendar just like you do a doctor appointment? That ensures you get it done. And so I learned this trick of scheduling and blocking out my calendar with all of my most important actions. And I, it's, it's like you, you have 100% success rate with getting those things done for the day. So that's kind of the last step is I take all my actions and I put it on my calendar. And that is how I set my intentions of what I'm going to get done for the day. And so that's the I of the set. Every great morning routine has to have a process of how you set your intentions for the day. And then the N, the kind of the last step is just, it's not necessarily action, it's more of a mindset of no days off. It has to be something that you commit to and you do it every damn day. Just like that sign behind me says, there is no, you know, some days I do it, some days I don't. No, no. This is a lifestyle. This has to become a part of your identity. You have to be a morning hero. If you want to be a morning hero, you have to win the day and you have to do it every day. No days off. That's where you get results in your life is when you have this mindset that I wake up and I win every damn day. So those are the three components. Now you can sprinkle in different things. You know, you want to do stretching and yoga. You want to do meditation. You want to go exercise. Those are all ways to level up your routine. But there are core elements that has to be there. You have to wake up early. You have to set intentions. You got to do it every day. Yeah, what I love about that, you know, we we watch a you know YouTube video, we get an article, we attend a conference, and they're like, everyone's got to do you know meditation, and you got to have your legs crossed. And for some people, it it can become an easy excuse just to say that. And so, what I love about what you've done with Win, number one, it's obviously the the word itself, and to make it an acronym so people can remember. I think you've made it simple and you've said, hey, look at overarching, this is what it needs to be, but you have to put the components in there and the ones that are, look, I'm, I can't run anymore. I used to love to run. So if you said, hey, you got to run a six minute mile, it'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that. I can, I can do yeah. this other thing, you know, and I can, yeah. I can do these things. So, so I, I love the, the structure and the framework that you've made because someone might say, hey, I don't pray. Someone might say, hey, I can't meditate. Someone might say all these other things. And it's it's finding those components that, that really work for you. I, th- I think that's great. Yeah, I would say the one that I get the most pushback on is the waking up early part. Because quite frankly, it's the it's the heart. It's like no one wants to <laughs> wants to wake up at, 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 at four or five in the morning. You don't have to wake up at that time. Again, it's, you got to at least give yourself 60 minutes of undistracted alone time before your whirlwind start, before your first obligation of the day. But I would say that's the hardest commitment because getting up early really isn't a product of waking up early. It's really a byproduct of going to bed early. If you go to bed early, waking up early naturally happens. So I go to bed at nine so that I can get a full seven hours of sleep and still wake up at four without an alarm clock, fresh and energetic and ready to take on the day. So I didn't cut out sleep. All I did was go to bed, have to focus on was go to bed earlier. Because then naturally I would wake up earlier. 
that's the hardest part. Most people, it's hard for them to give up their evening. So that's the part that most people don't want to swallow, the pill they don't want to swallow. You know, oh, do I really have to get up early? Do I really, can I do this, you know, at whatever time I get up? You can. It's not as effective. You, you kind of do have to really get up early. And the, the reason why is because there's a, there's a peace in the darkness of the morning that you can't replicate at any other point in the day. When there's light outside, there's this, there's this pull and this obligation that I should be doing something. Like the world is happening. Things are moving. Stuff is going on. So I, I can't sit still. I gotta go do stuff because there's, it's light out. The birds are chirping. People are up. People are getting after it. I need to be doing stuff too. In the morning, in the, in the darkness of the morning, you don't have that. You can actually sink and sit still into your practice without this tug that I should be doing something else. And so my recommendation is it has to be one before the sun's up. You got to beat the sun. And that's, that's kind of a non-negotiable. Yeah, I love that. You know, someone asked me, because I, I wake up early in the morning, and I would tell them about a routine that I do. And, and, and they said, how do you wake up early in the morning? I said, it's easy. Just got just to gotta go to bed early. I mean, that is, <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so simple that you sit there and go, well, yeah, is, is, am, I, am I still going to sleep till like 6 o'clock, though? Or am I still going to sleep till 6.30? No. Like you said, your body's natural you know, how much sleep you need, you know, it's between seven and eight hours or eight, you might need a little bit more, but it's, it's amazing. Like you said, you don't even need an alarm clock and you're like, you're up and you're ready to go. I mean, it's fantastic. Absolutely. So, so that's wake up in, in early. That's the number, number one thing you can do is, 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 is go to bed early. Right. And there's a study done and they, they said, what's the, what's the, Netflix's number one number one competitor, and it's sleep. And, yeah, yeah, and and you know that little thing they got and it goes. It says waiting till next episode, and you're just waiting. Yeah. And, and somehow they ended the episode, so you had to watch the start of the next one, and you, yeah. know, you just get caught in that that routine. So, so that's that's the number one thing. What about for the eye? What would you say to people like, hey, what's the number one thing you have to do for the eye? If if W is wait, is go to bed early, and and you so you can wake up early, what is it for the eye? Uh, of the number one thing, so the eye, there's kind of three steps in the eye. Write your goal, right? Come up with your come up with your action, schedule it all on your calendar. It spells gas if you think about it. Goals, action, schedule. Hmm. The the number one thing to gas up your morning, I would say, is that last step is the schedule. If you didn't, even if you didn't write your goals and all that, if you just pulled out your schedule and went hour by hour and blocked out the, what you're going to do in each hour. So 6 a.m., go to the gym. 7 a.m., healthy breakfast. And actually detail in what you're having for breakfast, not just put breakfast, but right. actually say, you know, oatmeal and fruit. 9 a.m., shower and go to the office. 10 a.m. to 12 a.m., 12 p.m., make prospecting calls 12 to 1 healthy lunch chicken salad like detail what you're going to have for lunch then go two to two o'clock three o'clock four o'clock just go down hour by hour and set an intention what am i doing in that hour you'd be amazed at how that one little shift how productive and focused you'd be all day yeah i mean time blocking is so powerful and i love how you because i time block for meetings but i don't time block for those things I've, I've established some routines to be able to, 
that that I do those, but there are some times where I miss it. So I actually I actually like that. I'm going to take and, and implement that because when it's on the schedule, I'm mo- a lot more likely to get it done. Number one, number two is yeah. say someone calls me up and says, "Hey, I'd like to have a conversation with you, and I'd like to do it this afternoon." If my schedule's wide open, I'm probably just going to put it in, and then I won't get my thing done. That's really more important than that. And so, one hundred percent, just to be able to say, "Hey." I, I can't do it this afternoon. I already have a have a meeting. You're you're actually protecting your time. And obviously, if it's really important to to jump on a call, you you, you can make it. But at least you're making an intentional decision versus being swayed by the, you know, the chaos of the day. Yeah, the world instead of just being blown around by the whirlwind all day long. Yeah, that yeah. is that that is fantastic. Talk to us. And you might have already done a little bit, but any statistics in and around having a morning routine as it relates to the benefits that come out of it, productivity, well-being, less stress. I mean, I know, I know, you know, I know that I know what it does for me, but you know, some people might be sitting there going, Hey, yeah. Any, any, any statistics behind it? Yeah. Just the, the, you know, the, the practice that we just talked about, where is the time blocker? And I call that the zero calendar zero calendar method is because when you go through a new time block and i mean not just your work day i mean your entire day all the way down to the day time you go to sleep by the time you finish there should be zero blank space and so when there's zero blank space there's zero wasted time so we call that the zero calendaring method and so when you zero calendar your day so the university of scranton in pennsylvania did a study where they gave people a list of things to do and they say go you know get try to you know get all these things, these things done today. Typically, like with how most people plan their day, they have a laundry list of about 50 things they need to get done. And what they found is that on average, people only completed that list, or on average, people only completed 40% of the items on that list. And that's typical of every, every person, right? On average, people only do about less than half of the things on their list for the day. Now, what they, they took that same group of people and said, okay, now, Instead of just having this list, go down and put a time next to what next to each item. What time are you going to do it? So oh, instead of wow. go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store at 2 p.m. Call my mom at 9 a.m. The only thing difference was they put a time next to each item. Essentially, they time blocked. They assigned a time to each item. They blocked it out in their in their schedule. What they found was that when they did that. They went from 40% to 90%. They accomplished 90% of the things on the list. And the only difference was they put a time next to it. They more than doubled their productivity by going down this, using a, using your calendar instead of a to-do list. My, the greatest thing you could do is stop using a to-do list. Start using your calendar to plan your day, not a to-do list. It doubles that one simple shift double, more than doubles your productivity. You know, a lot of stuff that we talk about with fast attack leadership is, you know, from the submarine force, you know, we had the best technology in the world, we had the best training, but the average age of the crew is 23 years old. So there are 110, at that time, men, now there's women, but there are 110 men, you know, and mostly it was like millennial and Gen Z. And, you know, what's interesting about Morning Hero is as people are listening to this right now. You know, there's no like, like aha moments where you just sort of go like, oh, I never thought of that, or I can't believe that. It's it's really in the same in the submarine force. It it was actually wildly simple, 
We were wildly simple in the things that we did. We just did them consistently. And if we wanted to delve deeper into certain screens and everything, we had the ability technology-wise to be able to do it. But what I love about everything that you're talking about is that you can stop the podcast right now. Don't do that. We got a lot of other good stuff coming up. You can stop it right now. You can take and implement all of these things right now. That's what I love about it, is the simplicity that it is. You don't need a PhD. Like These are all things that are just great tools and great actions that you can take right now. Simple. Love it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's my job as, like, as an engineer. Kind of my gift to the world is my ability to take very complicated concepts and, you know, ideas and break it down into simple, easy to follow formulas that can get someone from point A to point B. Yeah, that's great. So people get into routines, Jarvis, and they have a great morning routine. And there'll be sometimes when they when they get out of it and they're they're like, mm, man, I, I missed one day. You know, this is like someone who says, hey, I'm not going to eat that piece of cake. And they have one piece of cake and they go, screw it. I'm going to eat the whole can. I'm going to eat the whole thing. So, you know, what are some obstacles that people might run into as they're doing this? And maybe what's some advice that you can give to say, hey, here's how you get over that. Yeah, the, the, like you mentioned, the biggest obstacle is not being consistent. And so having those days where you just don't feel like it. And to be honest, I, there are days I don't feel like it. And that's okay. Just don't let two days in a row go by. Right. <laughs> I do this. I don't have my calendar. I have a big, like, wall-sized calendar where I used to used to take score myself. So whenever there's a new habit I'm trying to build, I would mark an X on the calendar that when I did it, the days I did it. You know, so for instance, most recently, uh, I'm writing a book. So the habit I'm building now is to write a book. And so every day I need to write. And so I might get, I write an X on the day that I do it. And so the idea is that you want to fill the entire calendar up with X's. And that's the ideal state. You want to have X's in every single day on the calendar. But life happens. I can't write every single day. I have kids. I've got stuff coming up. We're traveling. I get sick. Life happens. Right. But if you do fall off, the idea is to not have two blank spaces next to each other. No two days in a row that don't have an X. And so it's like a game. You play with yourself. Can you make it the entire month without having more than two blank spaces next to each other? And so you, if you miss a day, that's great. The very next day, you want to you want to make sure you get an X there. Great. You don't want two days in a row. And so I would say encourage people that, you know, you will have days where you don't feel like getting out and when you, you struggle, you, you feel kind of, friend, you know, a little frenzied. You have, you have to, you know, stuff came up. Don't let two days in a row go by. And it's just a, it's just a, you know, a mental, a mental toughness you have to have with yourself. Otherwise you start making excuses and then, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Then you, that's the type of person you become, someone who excuses everything. And so at a certain level, there is some discipline that has to come into play. That if you want to build a new life, you want to build a new outcome, you have to be committed to building the habits that'll manifest it for you. Are there any other technologies that you say, hey, you should really take a look at this as it relates to doing this? Yeah. So not necessarily technology, tools though. The greatest tool you could ever use it have is a cal as a uh, journal. So I have my own custom journals that I created 
the Morning Hero Journal. They actually actually purchased them on Amazon. But this was born because every morning I would write out, you know, I would have this section, you know, I, I would physically draw lines on the paper go for my goals. And then I would break my goals into health, wealth, and relationships. And then I would physically write a little schedule on there, on this piece of paper for me to schedule out all, you know, my day. And eventually someone was like, Jarvis, you know, you can just have a, you can have a, your own custom journal made. <laughs> you don't have to write, draw the, all these lines out every day, just draw out this format. And so I ended up doing it. But I think there's no greater tool than sitting with a physical journal every morning, a physical piece of paper and a physical pen where you physically write as opposed to typing and tapping on a, on a phone. One, the first obvious reason is because your phone is where all your distractions are. So if you're pulling your phone out or you're, you're sitting behind your laptop to try to type your stuff in, now, boom, Instagram pops up a notification. Now you're sucked for 30 minutes into dog, dog and cat videos. And you're like, how the hell did I get here? I'm supposed to be doing my morning routine. I'm supposed to be praying right now and I'm over here watching cat videos. So the more you can stay out of your digital world, the you know the better. So I, my recommendation is for the first hour, you don't you do not have digital devices. So my first hour, my phone is on silent and it's away from me, and I'm sitting with a pen in front of a journal, and I'm brainstorming, pray, meditate, journal, and then I set my intentions all in front of a physical sheet of paper first. Then I pull my phone out and I transfer my calendar. After I write it out physically, then I transfer it into my phone, into my digital calendar. That step comes last after I've had my time first without it. What is what is the journal name if anyone wants to go find it on Amazon? So if you go on Amazon, there's there's two versions. There's a white version and then there's a black version. And it's called the Morning Hero Planner. So okay. you type in Morning Hero Planner, it would come up on Amazon. Yeah, awesome. You talked about writing a book. Can you tell us anything about the book? Well, it's everything we just talked about here. It's the winning formula, the title of the book, and it's where I kind of document my journey into discovering this winning formula. And then I break down the framework, the W, how to, you know, how to win your morning by waking up earlier. And then I give a, a whole host of stories and frameworks of how to do it, you know, because just because you say you want to wake up early, it's, it's hard. You know, I, and I understand that coming from a self-proclaimed night owl, it's not easy to just make that transition. So the book will go over a lot of tips and strategies on how to retrain yourself, retrain your rhythm so you can start waking up with more energy and vibrancy. And then it goes into the eye, setting your intentions, you know, around your goals every day, how to do this zero calendaring practice we just talked about. And then the end, which is the most important part, which is the no days off, the 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 every damn day mindset that that's the discipline and it's the part that most people have the problem with is how do you make this a lifestyle not just something you do every now and then but it just becomes a part of who you are and so i'll go deep into uh, we'll be going deep into how to build this morning hero lifestyle so that it's just second nature for you so that's that's what the book is about it's going to be called the wing formula so i'm about halfway done into the book now but uh, the cool thing is I, I'm releasing all the content. As I write the book, I'm releasing it and kind of dripping it out on my social channels. So uh, I have a YouTube channel where I'll be posting. So the way I write the book is by by speaking it. <laughs> I'm a much better speaker than I am a writer. Uh, so I I will be 
filming myself speaking and talking through the chapters. And then I'll be releasing those videos on YouTube. Uh, and then also on Instagram is my, every morning I post morning motivations on Instagram. And what are the uh, handles so that, for the YouTube channel and Instagram? The Instagram is the.morninghero. And that's the channel that I'm most active on is Instagram. Uh, and then the YouTube is The Morning Hero on YouTube. Have you ever written a book before? I have not. No, it be my first one. Yeah, it was eye-opening for me when I wrote it in 2015. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> and then you're sitting there yeah. going like, oh, my gosh. Like eight months oh, later. Oh, it took me eight months. It was, and it was a grind, you know, because I'd look at it, you know, it was, I'm used to, you know, what we call 40-70. Like, hey, get it about 40% and then look at it and then adjust and adjust and adjust. And I'm really good, Jarvis, with a seven-factor formula for nuclear fusion in a nuclear reactor. <laughs> Writing something, you know, that, you know, simple and, and makes sense is, that was hard. That was really hard. But you know what it did for me is it helped me to really refine uh, how I explain the program, how I really think about the program in its most simplest terms. So I, I find it, uh, I found it to be um, very, very powerful for me. So I'm, I'm looking forward to I, it's definitely been a very probing process, and, and but it's, it's been very cleansing as well to kind of flush out ideas and experiences and kind of relive moments all over again. So it's, it's been interesting. What has, uh, what is Morning Hero, you know, on the business side, you know, you, you have this, and ever since I've met you, you've had this, you've had this like, man, I want to be around Jarvis. Like you have this aura about you. What has it done? I know it's had a huge impact on the people that you're working with in the business side of your life. What has it done for, you know, your marriage? What has it done for you being, you know, a better husband, a better father? Talk to us about that. Yeah, it's a great question. I think it really is the reason I married. My morning routine really saved me because, you know, when back when I was, so me and my, you know, she's my wife now, but she was just our girl, my girlfriend before, you know, I had my, I hit my rock bottom. Did she kick, she kicked you out? She, well, she didn't necessarily kick me out. We <laughs> kind of came to an agreement that we, <laughs> our situation wasn't serving either of us well. So it was best that we separate. Okay. Guess, yeah. Politically correct way to yeah. put it. But, you know, it was, I wasn't good to 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 her I wasn't good to myself I wasn't good to our house you know the lifestyle I had coming home exhausted overwhelmed drinking you know not taking care of myself and you know that we were just in kind of like a robotic partnership there was no you know romance it was just we were you know glorified roommates if you will and it just wasn't serving anyone it was because I wasn't I had no other outlet to serve. I wasn't fulfilled mm. personally, internally. So there's no way I can bring that level of joy to someone else if I didn't have that joy myself. Right. And so once I re, once I got introduced to the mornings, I found a way to found to find my fulfillment and joy by starting with me every day. Now my cup overflows to pour into other relationships. That's what attracted her back into my world and allowed us to be married now. That's why we have the most amazing family. And like, I put our, our, our marriage up against anybody. Like, I think we have the most amazing marriage on earth. 
And it's because we both, and she's the same way. She, she, you know, she's a morning practitioner too. She has her own morning routine. And so we both wake up early. We both go in our separate corners and we both do our thing where we pour into ourselves first so that when we do come together, we can come together more powerfully as a couple and as parents. If I don't start the day with myself, I'm not a good person to anyone. Like if, if I wake up right into my kids jumping into bed, I'm grouchy, I'm snappy, I'm, you know, I have an attitude. Like I'm not a, the best version of myself for everyone if I don't start with me first. And so the, it's a very selfish way to look at it, but it's not. It, it allows me to give at a higher level. I can't give from an empty cup. So I have to be selfish and pour into me first, which allows me to give and pour into everyone else. And so that's, it's the foundation. You have to start with you if you want to be able to pour into anyone else. That's just really, really great advice. Um, because a lot of times we do think that we think, Hey, I got to put myself last or, Hey, an email just came in and I was supposed to go work out or, you know, uh, something happened with my kids. And, you know, I can remember coming home to Heidi at four o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock in the afternoon after being, you know, high stress, turning around a company. And I could not look at her and go, Hey, I'm going to go to the Y for an hour and a half right now. I mean, it was just like, Oh my gosh. And when I found out that I, I was able to make that shift, like you said, I, I love the way you expressed it. Did you say me time? Like the me time you shifted from the evening to, to the morning. That was just like, that was a life changer for me. Just, just a huge game changer. One of the things that I do and I'd love to get your feedback on it. One of the things that I do is I just do a quick end of day evaluation. And so what I'll do is I'll have, you know, here, here's the things I was starting off with the intentions of getting done this morning. And I'll set those the day before. So that when I wake up in the morning and I do, you know, my prayer and I do my, my working out, I don't even look at a phone or anything like that. I have, so if I'm, as an example, when I was writing a book, I'd have the chapter of the book I was, I was ready to write, like right there. So I had this intention mm -hmm. of not even getting into, into technology. So what I, I like to do is I like to, to take and, and say, hey, I evaluate myself at the end of the day. These are the five things I was trying to get done. I only got three of them done. One of them, I'm not going to shift to the next day. Then that one I still have to do and shift to the next day. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. I, I try to do that. And and so when I wake up in the morning, I'm not sitting there going like, hey, what am I going to do besides, you know, my my prayer and my working out? Yeah, I think I, I like your format. I think it's a great idea to do kind of like an end of end of day and I'd like I call it a daily debrief. Okay. And and so I, I do a debrief as well. And I, and I have a debrief built into Oh, internal. awesome. And so it's already kind of baked in. What are the three things you did well today? And what's one or two things you could have done better? Now, the the thing I find is that not, at the end of the day, I don't have all always have the energy right. or the mental right. capacity to do right. it. Like I'm putting the kids down and, you know, I've had a, I've been up since 4 a.m., you know, grinded hard, you know, work and speaking events and inspiring the world to come home to a three and a one year old finally put them down to bed. The last thing I want to do now is to start thinking analytic analytically and critically about goals and what I got to do next. It's right. like, no, I, I need to decompress and get the hell to sleep. And so what I found is that it, it was just tough for me to consistently do it in the evening. So now I just shifted to it as a standard part of my morning practice. The first thing I do is do a debrief on the day, the previous day. Now, if you, for, for some people, a lot of my students or a lot of people in the morning hero community, yeah. they actually do do it in the evenings. And that's, I recommend that. I think if you can do it at night, 
that's even better, right? You go ahead with a clear conscience and a, and a clear path of what's going to happen the next day. It's just that I found for me it was a little less consistent in the evenings. I was more consistent just doing it in the mornings the day of. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting for me, you know, I'll, I'll go to bed, go to bed and the chaos of the day will be in my head. And if I can write it down, I go, hey, you can get to that tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I recommend that, especially for people who have sleep issues, because a lot of sleep issues is just under underlying anxiety. And so if you can journal it out the night before, then it kind of releases it from your brain so you can sleep a little better. All right. So... One final question is, what advice would you give to someone listening to help surface the leader with inside of themselves? Yeah, real simple. You know, focus on the small things, right? You know, we talked about the morning, the morning routine. It's the first domino. And I think, like, you know, leadership is not something you teach or you, you know, like it's not this thing that other people will can, they can't learn it from hearing what you say. They watch what you do. And as a leader, you have to live it. You have to lead by example. And if you're not leading by example, it doesn't matter the words that are coming out of your mouth. You got to live the lifestyle. You got to, you got to play the role. You got to, you got to practice what you preach. But that's where you get people to follow you, not because you're smart and intellectual and then you can speak the words and you're articulate. That doesn't matter. Your actions are what matter. And so get up and grind every day. Get up early. Be the first one in the office. Bring positive attitude and energy. Give more than you get. Look the part. Be physically fit. That's how you lead is by playing or is by looking and being a leader, not by talking about it. Oh, just, just advice. That's, it's gold. That's gold advice. Well, Jarvis, where can people maybe connect with you, learn more about Morning Hero? Why don't you share that with us? Yeah. So the, the Instagram is where I put the, put out the most and I put out like daily motivations and I'm the weird guy posting at four in the morning with the, the time I'm waking up right. <laughs> and a little motiv- motivations and music and my morning workouts. Uh, the morning hero, the dot morning hero on Instagram. And uh, if you want to know a little more about my programs, the morning hero, which essentially is your new morning routine. If you want to become a morning hero, you want to master the skill of, of how to start every morning early with intention and purpose. So you can live your highest and most capable life. You can go to the morning hero.com and that's where you can find out how to become a morning hero. Yeah. Well, uh, Jarvis, thank you so much for um, spending the time with us, sharing with us your, you know, deep, you know, on the couch, you know, at your mom's. Thank you for sharing that. We've all been there. And then to hear your rise to what you're doing today and the impact that you're having on people's lives, it's very, very inspiring. It's very encouraging for our community. And I want to highly recommend, take take a look, at least get up on the on this, on this uh, Instagram and see what Jarvis is doing. So thank you again, Jarvis. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for joining Mark today. And remember, new episodes of Surfacing Leaders will be available every other week where you can become inspired, gain confidence, and learn leadership right where you are. Until next time, make it a great day.